Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. Welcome to the Monday Night Master Debaters. It's hard to believe it's mid-July already. This is insane. And we were just talking about it. There's crazy weather all over the place. And we got craziness in the news. But we're going to try to avoid politics as much as possible tonight, as usual. We're on a little anti-political kick, which is fun because you can go get that everywhere else. And uh, maybe we'll reminisce a little tonight. But I'm excited because... uh, Ryan invited uh, Garrick, who is into numerology. How's it going, man? Welcome to the Monday Master Debaters. Yeah, thank you. It's it's going pretty well. Going pretty well. Happy to be here. So I heard you on Ryan's podcast, and I, I like how you kind of take a different approach to this, but I'd, I'd love to get into this in a little bit. But just high level, what got you into numerology? <laughs> That's a loaded question. Um, and it's kind of a, a long story. I, I don't know how, how much you want me to get into it or, or, um, uh, if you want to save it until later, but, uh, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of detailed. Um, it basically just started with me seeing these two numbers, um, that were presented to me just to kind of give you an example. Um, the number three, three, three. Um, for almost an entire year, it started in January and it ended in November, but I started waking up every single 
night at 3.33 in the morning. And interesting. Yeah, I know how absolutely ridiculous it sounds. It sounds made up. I've had people, you know, tell me I'm lying, but it's the honest to God truth. I mean, every single night I woke up on the dot. And from there, transitioned a few years later, I started seeing the number 1111. And it just became so prevalent in my life that I was seeing it so much that I couldn't ignore it. And I just started digging into what these two numbers meant. And it just unpacked this most amazing code. Um, and that's really what got me into all of it. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I And I think you kind of have to be open to it to to acknowledge it at first because I didn't notice the numbers until I started like change my mindset and I, I'm the same now my thing is I see 44 and maybe later we'll get into that but I see that number all the time and I don't know if it's because there's something in my brain that that attracts me to it or if it's just presenting itself that much yeah. I also wonder that sometimes, you know, do people look for these things? You know, I, I I know there's people out there that do 47 or, you know, all these different numbers and, and they say, well, I'm seeing it all the time or the people, you know, people that look at the clock. I mean, think about how many times you look at the clock during a day now, especially with a cell phone. I mean, it's a lot more frequent than ever before. So obviously you have a higher percentage chance of seeing these numbers, but what I, you know, can't wait to get into with you later is, is what do these numbers mean? You know, and that's the deeper part of it. And is this, why are they used too? Because that's another thing is, is, you know, ah, you know, you see these numbers in headlines in the news all the time. And it's like, they're not there by accident. Some of them have to have more of a reason. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on that in a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Excellent. Mr. Alexander from the Notos and Friends podcast. How's it going, brother? Going good. Podcast has been up and running again for a few weeks. Been mass uploading and recording new episodes. Focusing on health, of course, as always. Busy in the health business as we've been all year. Continuing to be very busy. Lots of new people coming out, wandering out there from the wild. And they're fed up with the uh, the mainstream nonsense and they don't know where to go. They end up at our doorstep. Any good books lately? Uh, I've been reading a lot of average books. My book reviews have been kind of boring lately. I've been saying, ah, this was all right. Because a lot of these generic health books, I get tidbits out of them, but nothing really to write home about. I haven't had a really good book in a minute. Could check my own instagram yeah, it's here funny for reminders. I, you can tell it's been one of those runs lately where you're like yeah this book is okay you know i expected more but yeah and honestly i'm here in canada i live half time in texas and in texas i have a much better book pile of to read stuff there because you guys have thriftbooks.com in america which is amazing i find a lot of very obscure stuff for good prices and free shipping in America. That's the reason I get them all sent to Texas. So I'm here in Canada and I'm kind of out of books. And yeah, I've been reading a lot of really 
really generic stuff. I think the last good one here was this one, Nutrition and Vitamin Therapy, which I just recorded a long podcast about because it had so much in it. And it's about mental health and nutrition. It was pretty good. It was from 1980. And it's kind of funny to me that most of the best health books that I read, period, are from the 70s and 80s. And some of the best ones are from the 30s and 40s. You think the latest and greatest would be the best, you know, all this modern science and stuff. But really, they've just complicated the situation to the point where, you know, they're almost saying nothing in their books. And really, we had a lot of this stuff figured out decades and decades ago. And that's what I tell people. I'm like, if you want real information or legitimate information or counter narrative information, you have to go back to the old books. You, today's books are not going to tell you anything. You know, no big publishing company is going to let you put anything out that, you know, quote unquote, touches the money. And, you know, when I, I do a lot of my research in the 1800s, you know, early 1900s, and, I, and you start seeing that term right around the late teens, early 20, you know, World War One times uh, of the narrative changing and, and what's being published in these books and how much, you know, almost they're allowed to say finally, or how many of these books disappear and you can't find them anymore. That's another thing that is, is real interesting. Well, most of them are definitely not in print. Uh, there's some notable exceptions, especially Dr. Weston A. Price's work, because the the Price Pottinger Foundation, Price and Pottinger are two different people, but they keep the books alive. They keep reprinting them and they keep, you know, social media accounts alive and everything like that and a newsletter and all that stuff. Those that's the only reason a few of them are still kicking around. And yeah, the most most of them you have to find them. You have to dig around. I'm a thrift shop hunter uh, I, prolifically. Another one is uh I found last year was Better World Books. They sell betterworldbooks.com. They sell, uh, you know, used books and things like that and new new stuff as well. But yeah, I I get a lot of my stuff there because it's the same thing. They have, you know, discounts and free shipping and all that fun stuff. And you build up points, you know, and then you can get free free books eventually too. So uh, it's worth a look. Good. I would also throw it out there, though. I know we could we could pass the mic on, but this is every time I think that I'm getting ahead on the alternative health reading and even just regular health reading, I realize that I, I haven't even scratched the surface. There's thousands upon thousands upon thousands of health books written every year. And even though I read a lot of mid books, they still have stuff in it that your doctor doesn't know. They still have stuff in it that you'll never hear on the news. And that might get you banned from Facebook or YouTube, literally, for talking about. And it's just basic nutritional stuff. But it, it is out there. It's it's You have to read a lot of boring books to find it all, I guess. Very yeah. few of them come out and, and say it straight up. And the worst problem, as I mentioned these days, is there's just so much details that people are lost in it. And if you didn't know better, like, I, I understand what they're getting at in the book. But the bigger picture is usually not really communicated. It's usually focused so much on the details that you really don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Yeah, it's amazing, man. The miss the one thing though, I gotta say, I'm starting to see a lot more people push the mineral side and and talk about mineral deficiencies versus vitamins, so to speak. And you know, I've did you were obviously the first person that I heard it from, and and uh, it's nice to see that side of things you know coming around because like we talked about this this 
allopathic system is a death system, whereas the natural ways, the cures are out there, you know, the, the minerals, elements, whatever it is, plants, they're all out there. We just have to get back to that base. And, you know, I see a lot of people doing electroculture too, which is awesome. You know, seeing all these people just out in their regular garden and they're getting these massive yields and, you know, getting back to the natural way of things. I think that's going to be a, a huge step going forward to really change things. I honestly think the mainstream medical establishment is on its way out. I, I've said it before. I think I've even said it on this podcast. I think they greatly overplayed their hand in 2020. And even I think last week they, I mentioned that, you know, they forced everyone to talk about health for two, three years. And now even civilians who never even cared about health, they're more educated than they were before. And often they're very educated. The most educated consumers in the world are right now. The, the most educated consumers that have ever existed exist right now. And you just forced everyone to increase their education on health because no one shut up about it. And that made the whole alternative world talk about it too. Everyone talked about it. So people got tidbits of information from all over the place. And I think this is the starting point of taking the power away from the mainstream medicine. But further than that, all of us right now, you know, none of us are that old. None of us are that young. We can all look at our parents and say, okay, the medical recipe sucks. You know, we, we know what it looks like to be a 70 year old person under this medical world and and we're not we're coming up to that now you know we're not we're not teenagers here anymore you can see what a normal 70 year old looks like under mainstream medical care you know they've had a knee replaced and they're on 14 different drugs maybe i'm exaggerating maybe they're only on four drugs you know they keep getting worse year after year sometimes they can't even stay awake during dinner and you know they don't remember the kids names and all all this stuff we just don't want to do it so even without 2020 it was already the tides were turning where uh, the younger generations were looking at how the medical establishment is panned out for our parents and grandparents, and it hasn't been very good. So I don't imagine it keeping a lot of these generations as customers, you know, these generation uh, Z or whatever we're calling the young people these days, why would they want to go to doctors? They've been, they can see it. It's failed for four generations in their family. And what's it going to do for them? They know all this organic stuff. It is taking over. There wasn't organic options a few years ago. Now everything is coming around. The market is trying to placate the all natural people. You're seeing, you know, these uh, snack bars with three ingredients in them and stuff. This is a very, very new thing. And this is the swing that we were looking for of the pendulum. It is happening. The medical establishment is going to have a very hard time getting new customers and keeping these customers because it's killing its customers. And so it has to replace them. And where are they coming from? Mm. And I think the internet has been a, played a huge factor in that too, because now people can go get the information, right? When we were growing up just prior to it, if it wasn't in a book, you couldn't get it anywhere. Um, the information just wasn't out there. And I think that's one of the ways the internet has kind of backfired in a way on the, the uh, parasites, because I, I really feel like it is such a vast network of knowledge for regular people i mean if you are interested in it or or have questions you can go out there and look and now obviously you have to use discernment because you're going to see varying opinions out there depending on who's putting it out there and who's paying for those opinions uh but the information's at your fingertips now literally well, and you'll get punished if you don't look into things. I'm sure every single one of us has bought stuff on Amazon that turned out to just be a piece of junk. You know, now I research everything. 
every right. every little thing that I'm gonna buy because I'm scared of it. Be, even if it's a fifteen dollar little thing, just because it might be a piece of junk when it arrives. So we end up becoming extremely informed consumers very very quickly, depending on you know what we're looking at. And when we're looking at health stuff, we know people know. I'm not just going to buy this once. If this works for me, I'm going to keep buying it forever. So they do their research. What's the best form of this? You know, what are the best companies? How do I get the best value? All this stuff. They can do this in five minutes. Like you said, five minutes, you're educated on, you know, how a certain product is made and uh, where you're going to get the best deal from it. Yep. I actually tried something new that's like holistic health, if you want to call it that. Uh, what is it called? A castor oil pack. Okay. Right. Where you like put the castor oil like usually over your liver or your gut and you kind of, I mean, you want to explain it, Ryan, I'm sure, you know, you can explain it a lot better than me, but it's supposed to help with like, you know, kind of cleaning out your liver and, and flushing out your digestive system. If I'm thinking of it correctly. It's, it's old school. Castor oil is old school. It's making a resurgence because people talk about it. I've never actually used castor oil. So I think it just works like uh, many other different compounds. It just pulls things towards the surface. And your body tries to push toxins out through the surface, too. So I think it just helps that out. Yeah, I'm not sure. I actually, I get asked about castor oil quite a bit, but it is an old school technique. And yeah, we, like, we're, you, we're generally not recommending oils because oils oxidize. So unless you know that it's fresh and that heat hasn't been used, and nowadays in making a lot of oils, they use solvents to dissolve away the shell or the husk or something. And then they'll use another solvent to dissolve the first solvent, all this crazy stuff. So unless you know that it's really a clean, fresh oil that hasn't had heat, which this is a lot to ask of a product. Right. Unless you know it has those things, it's had those care taken, that care taken, or it's been encapsulated under you know medical grade conditions, then we just don't trust it. So just because it has the word oil in it, it automatically uh, puts it in the category of things that I don't really want to mess around with unless I'm for sure that it's been done properly. But if you're just sure. using it topical, it's not a big deal. If it pulls out toxins... Yeah, it, it might, but we don't put that much emphasis on pulling out toxins. I'm not a detox guy. Uh, we actually have some people in our camp that came from the detox world because they realized that not everything is detox. Sure. You know, things like uh, processed foods and nutrient deficiencies can absolutely, and EMF for example, that too, can absolutely be way bigger factors. And just to sum it up, your body's a detox machine. Your body's always detoxing. It's always trying to pull toxins out filters it through the liver, through the kidney, pushing toxins out through the skin, through the urine, through the feces. You're constantly, through the tears, when you're constantly pushing out toxins. So to support detox, you don't need to do a specific detox thing. You just need to support the body. And then when the yeah, body sweat, is healthy. I'm sure, right? You can get out sweating, and exercise a lot. Yeah, sweating, all this stuff. But really, a healthy liver needs nutrients. Liver runs on nutrients, especially selenium is one of the big nutrients that comes up, especially with serious diseases, not just cancer and immune problems, but like liver cirrhosis and fatty liver, those are selenium deficiencies. So you keep your body healthy, you keep your liver healthy, your liver can constantly detox. You don't need to do right. a detox or do a cleanse, a specific cleanse. Your body will constantly do that. You just need to support the body. Don't eat processed foods, take enough nutrients so your body works properly, especially the liver. Yeah, I wanted to give it a try because, you know, there, there are some livers that work harder than others out there. And mine is one of them for sure. You know, I, I enjoy my <laughs> drinking and stuff. Um, so yeah, I figured I'd try it. And and I, I seem to notice like kind of a difference. I felt like I had like a, like it was just a weird feeling. It's hard to explain. Almost like a headache in a weird way. Like it was like a like a detox, like a, a pretty dramatic 
detox. So I don't know. Maybe it was a placebo. Maybe it was because I had just exercised before that. I was a little dehydrated. I don't know. But it was very interesting uh, just to try it once. So I'll probably try it, you know, a couple more times to see if I get any kind of results. But interesting, uh, you know, to kind of know the risks there or the, you know, lack of efficiency because it's a waste of money if it's not working. So, well, that's the worst case scenario. And that's a pretty good worst case scenario. That's one thing we have in the whole natural health world. In general, the worst case scenario is you wasted your money. Yeah. You know, if you go to the doctor, even if you don't pay anything like here in Canada, you, you might pay two bucks for your prescription pill. It doesn't really cost you anything, but it might kill you. Right. <laughs> it might give you permanent damage. Yeah. Right. Nutrients yeah. not really going to do that for you. Castor oil on the skin is definitely not going to do that for you. And by the way, your best case scenario is you get a placebo effect and an actual medicinal effect. Yeah. Because the, yeah, so. the mind is the most powerful healer that there is. You can heal from things with the mind alone if you're using it properly. So you want to engage both. You want to believe that what you're doing is doing something and it'll probably do it even if it doesn't do it. You know what right. I mean? Even if the substance isn't active, your body will make it active. But in the best case scenario, it is an active substance and you believe that it's going to work and you're going to get a real tremendous benefit from it. It almost kind of adds into that sim sim world theory, right? Which I know that we'll get into a little bit with Garrick, right? Like the idea of like a simulation. I'm not saying that 100%. I know some people believe in the theory more than others. I believe in if, it. I'm 100% in. I, I mean, I, I could kind of tell. I didn't want to you know, put words in your mouth. But yeah, if you're if people are talking about their brains able to heal themselves from diseases and things like that, I tend to believe that that, you know, that's kind of a sim thing. I'm not 100% sold on anything for that matter but but not uh the sim world itself either but uh where do you stand on that whole thing matt do you think we're in a simulation or do you not really care one of those kind of things honestly i've never really thought that deeply about it when i first got into this stuff i was into it and then it's one of those things that just kind of faded because i don't know what to think you know it's one of those where i can kind of go either way i'm open i'm open on it i love hearing about it but I don't really have a a dog in the fight, so to speak. You know, I'm uh, like Garrick, though. I'm a numbers guy. So I think there is something to numbers and patterns and codes that is more to this realm than anything else. That's what makes numerology make sense to me. Yeah. I don't understand the full depth of numerology, but. It wouldn't make any sense on on a real world in quote, you know, in a Newtonian world or something like that. I think that proves that it's one of the things that add up to me it being concrete that it is a simulation. Why would there be so many numbers involved, you know, like it was a program? I do see when I when people lose me with the sim theory is that there's no God and it's just a computer game. Right. I think that there that they can there can be both. Both can be true. There can be a creator. There almost has to be a creator. If there's if we're in some sort of simulation. Right. So I don't know. I mean, um, dude, if you're into numbers too, Ryan, like Garrick, I think is going to have some pretty interesting stuff. I don't know if we want to get into it yet, Matt. You said, you yeah, no, the only thing I was just going to add is like if you look at the Fibonacci sequence, right, that's a, a, a sequence that comes out throughout our realm. And that's, again, numbers based. And I think everything when it boils down to it is numbers based, whether it's, you know, physical, whether it's uh not even you know you look at nature look at the design of nature that's all mathematics it's, it's so there's something to that did i mention that with the golden ratio on here or was that a talk at the tavern like it's eight to five right the golden yep. ratio well, we were did talking about that? it last week with the piano yeah dude and they and they in, like for a chromatic scale in music they yep. do seven 
two five rather than eight to five just because it's like away from that golden ratio and then when you take all the black keys and you put it in all in a circle you get obviously 12 there right yeah and you get a freaking pentagram an upside down star when you when you connect all those black keys it's wild you know it's like done intentionally so there's something to the numbers and the symbols and all this stuff for sure and and garrick from your expertise do you think it's made used to manipulate or is it there naturally or a combination of both like is it being used i would say by the parasites to control us in a sense or is it beyond their control no i think i think the numbers are there i think the whole entire our whole entire existence is built around these numbers um and i think that's why numbers speak to so many different people especially you know, certain numbers like 333, 1111, you know, there's this huge awakening that's taking place where people are seeing the like these two particular numbers a lot. And what's really interesting is it seems like anyone who comes into contact with me or, you know, talks uh, with me for, you know, just a short period of time and I start showing them all this stuff, then they start seeing the same numbers too. And, you know, I don't know if it's just because, you know, like I'm talking about it. And so now that they're aware of it, now they're seeing it. But when it's when it's shown to them in a way that is just not common, then it really starts to open their eyes. Like what is going on? Like, why am I now starting to see this? And I tell everyone, it's like, you know, don't be surprised. You know, if you start seeing 1111 from this point forward or 333, um, because I think the universe is indeed speaking to us. And I think there's a very definite reason why. Mm. Do you, uh, did you have like the images that you wanted to share? Like on the last one? Um, yeah, I mean, I can, I can. Um, yeah, if you want to share anything, feel free. I, anybody can share at any time. I had, I I had thought, one oh. question for you, Garrick, about you know one of the big things growing up as a kid is your sports number, right? And and people get attached to those numbers. Do do you think that there's some athletes that use the numbers for a larger purpose? I would say probably yes. Okay. Yeah. Almost yeah, like a magic of sorts. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I'm, I actually think that those in the know, you know, will use these numbers for nefarious reasons. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's like this balance. You know, you'll have some that are using it for good, and others that are going to use it for very dark purposes. Well, it's funny you say that because I was looking at somebody getting sued the other day and she was it's it's hollywood you know and she was suing the guy for 3.3 million Hmm. it's like oh 33 there you go and and you see that a lot in these news headlines when you start paying attention you see these same numbers used a lot and i know that you know some of the people that do go the gematria route like to point to the jesuits and the, the masons and things like that i was interested from your standpoint on the numerology side, is, is this creator based or is this, you know, the Jesuits or the Freemasons that are, you know, responsible for this? 
I I do think it's creator based. Um, just because of where this whole thing has led me. Um, I mean, it started, you know, like I said, with those two numbers, and it's been this entire journey. And now I have been decoding the Torah. And when you start finding these numbers showing up again and again and again, and they start connecting, it's, it's, and I can show you some of this, but it, it's, it's so far beyond just coincidence that I tell people now it's beyond coincidence. So what's the craziest thing you found through the numbers? Um, so, okay. <laughs> like I said, it started with three, three, three and 11, 11. And in 2021, I was just, I had this day where those two numbers were just presented to me left and right. I was like, what is going on? Like, why am I seeing these numbers so much in one day? Now, you know, in 2009, that's when I started seeing 333. Um, you know, it started in uh, January, ended in November. Now, right there is a sign because that's 11 months. 11, 11. And it's 111. Yeah. And I know that it was in November when it stopped because I actually had a dream that my dad came to visit me. He passed away two years uh, prior to this. And it was so weird because in the dream, I was in bed just like I was, you know, already because I was asleep. And he was coming out of the closet of my room. And I just like, you know, kind of set up on my elbow and was like looking at him. I said, what are you doing here? Because it just shocked me and it felt so real. Like, I mean, so real, like he was just right there. And before he could even answer, I, I woke up and it was 715 in the morning. So that was the first night that I had slept all the way through without waking up at 333. Mm. And it stopped after that. I mean, completely stopped. Now, when Have I first you seen started, it since? Uh, I mean, I see it like it pops up, yeah, but I am yeah. not waking up at the at that, the exact that's what I meant. You haven't woke up and saw it three thirty three again. Okay, no, wow, no, not at all, not at all. Um, but <laughs> and what you have to really take into consideration here is the synchronicities that began happening. Um especially when 11-11. So you have to fast forward to 2014. Uh, my husband and I, we got married. I was going to, like, I didn't know. Like, no one told me that if I had signed our marriage certificate with his last name, that that would have automatically, legally changed my name to his. I didn't know that. So I just signed it, Garrick Staggs. That's what my name was. So I had to go through the whole court process of legally changing my name. Well, I didn't do that until 2015. Um, and I, I'm not joking. It was maybe three, four days at most after that, that was finalized. My husband goes to bed early one night. I stayed up doing some writing about 1030 or so. I was like, okay, it's time to go to bed. I'm getting tired. So go upstairs, get into bed. I get my Kindle. I read for maybe 15 maybe 10, 15 minutes, and finally put the Kindle down, closed my eyes, and I mean, my eyes weren't even shut for 
30 seconds, maybe, if even that. And the only way I can describe it is it was as though someone had wheeled in a giant spotlight, put it right next to the bed, and turned it on. I was just suddenly seeing the most brilliant white light, but it was like it was shining through my eyelids. And the weirdest thing is most people would just, it would startle them awake, you know, or like, I wasn't even asleep. So I don't know, you know, I wasn't asleep. So, but I mean, most people would just open their eyelids and be like, you know, like, what is that? I didn't do that. I laid there and tried to rationalize where the light was coming from. So my first thought was, you know, car pulled in and, and their headlights were shining in, you know, through the window. But then I was like, you know, we're on the second floor, so unless it's a flying car, there's there's no way. And then my mind immediately goes to, holy crap, someone's broken in and they're shining a flashlight in my face. But then I'm thinking, okay, well, the dogs aren't barking. You know, I didn't hear any sound. You know, like, that that's impossible. So after, you know, trying to rationalize where this light was coming from, that's when I decided to open my eyes. And if you can imagine... You're seeing this bright white light. You open your eyes and the room's pitch black. There's nothing there. And I was like, man, that is weird. What was that? And so I look over at the clock, 11, 11. And you have to keep in mind too, I didn't know anything about these numbers. They, they meant nothing to me, even 333. I know people say it's like the witching hour and you know all this stuff. I didn't know any of that. And the next day, you know, after seeing 11-11, I go to work. I'm talking to a coworker, telling them about the white light. And she said that, you know, to her, it seemed like maybe someone was trying to come visit me, you know, from the other side. And I made some kind of, you know, half-assed joke about, you know, well, if, they, if that's what they were doing, they need to come during normal business hours, you know, not when I'm trying to go to bed. <laughs> and... So we talked for a little bit. I go to my cubicle. I sit down, start working. A couple of hours pass. I get you know, a little hungry. I look up at the time. It's 11-11. And I did have like, the, the briefest you know, thought in my head was, I hope this shit's not starting again. <laughs> and I could not have been more wrong. Because from that moment, I mean... That number was showing up everywhere. And I know that you can, you know, people will say that you can train yourself or your body just becomes naturally trained to look at the clock at a certain time. And I say this, you know, like over and over, you cannot train yourself to be driving down the highway and look over at a truck and it has all these numbers, but right in the center is one, 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 one. There's no, I mean, you can't train yourself to see that. So I was going to say it's it's you know people have an internal clock obviously I mean my dog has an internal clock at about ten o'clock every night she goes to bed I mean <laughs> but eleven eleven that's down to the minute that's a little too specific or coincidental as some would say absolutely absolutely so after seeing it so much and just you know like just almost being driven nuts by it I mean it wasn't like waking up every night at 3.33. I mean, I thought I was going to go insane <laughs> with that. 
Um, and I did develop, you know, a, a sleeping disorder after because I don't know, I guess my body was, you know, used to it. I would wake up, but I wouldn't wake up at 3.33. I would just, you know, I'd wake up sometime during the night. And, but when, when the whole 11.11 thing started and it just showing up so much, so much, so much, I began to just dig in and try to figure out what, what does this number even mean? So I do like everybody else does. I go to the internet and I start, you know, typing it in, seeing what, you know, is coming up. And you find all these websites about it being an angel number. Oh. Um, it's the universe, you know, speaking to you. And each one of the websites was basically saying pretty much the same thing, but then there was certain parts that were completely different. And I'm like, well, okay, well, which one of these is true? Couldn't really figure that out. So I began to look at just numbers in my life. And one of the things I immediately realized is my first name ends in K and my last name begins with K and K is the 11th letter of the alphabet. Mm -hmm. So encoded right there in my name is 1111. And Gary King is 11 letters. Jeez. So I, <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is weird. Like, okay. So I, I, I became kind of fascinated. I started looking at, you know, numbers everywhere, like that, you know, might apply in, in my life. So I looked at our address, added all the numbers up in our address, got the final number, reduced it down, and it reduced to 11. The place we moved to after that did the exact same thing. I think the first address, it reduced down to 47, 4 and 7 is 11. I think the address after that was like 38. I might have those reversed, but still uh, 3 and 8 is 11. I received an email one time from Old Navy, and the subject line of the email was, it's 1111. Now, the odd thing was, it didn't you know, show up in my inbox at 1111, and it wasn't November. It was like in the summertime. I have no idea why that email came at all. And I hadn't shopped at Old Navy in years. So I don't even know how they got my email address. That was the weird thing too. So I took a screenshot of it and I sent a screenshot to a coworker that I've been you know, talking to about this. I said, hey, look at this. Not even realizing that I sent it to her at 11, 11 p.m. Then I realized, looking at my phone, that it was the 11 of 11 attachments that I had sent her over a period of time. And I was like, what is going on here? Man, you can't get away from it. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, you know, I think you need to see an exorcist. And I was like, well, I, I don't think this is anything evil. I don't, you know, sense anything like that. So... But now we, you know, we fast forward to 2021. And like I said, I was seeing those numbers in one day so much. And I have to stress that I was not hearing voices. There was no voices that I was hearing in my head. These were thoughts popping into my head. And I, I can't tell you where they were coming from because I, I'm not a mathematician. Um, 
I hated math in school. I, I've said this hundreds of times. I would have rather have taken a hammer to each one of my testicles than get up in front of a class and do a math problem on the chalkboard. That's how much I hated math. But the thought, the first thought that came to my mind was multiply those two numbers together. So, I mean, that's what I did. So I took 11, 11 times 333. Three, three. The number you get is 369963. Now, that number stood out to me immediately because of Nikola Tesla. And he's got a pretty famous quote where he states, if you only understood the magnificence of the three, six, and nine, you would hold a key to the universe. The other interesting thing was the number is a palindrome. It's the same forwards and backwards. So I'm sitting here looking at this number and I'm like, okay, but what does it mean? What am I supposed to do with this? You know, now I was seeing two numbers. Now I've got a third one here and it's a much bigger number. What am I supposed to do with this? Another random thought comes into my head. Add 1111 to that number. So I did. The number's 371074. That meant absolutely nothing to me. It's like... What are, these are just random numbers. Like, what does this mean? So I had no other thoughts for at least a day or two. So I'm sitting here just staring at this number, trying to figure it out, trying to figure out what 369-963 means. And like I said, a couple of days go by, and then another random thought pops into my head, which was take that number, 371074, add 369-963 to it, and to every new number that you get. So that's what I did. Went a little crazy with it. I took it all the way up into the hundred billions. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but there's something that happens with every single number. So the first number that was generated by the code, like I said, was 371074. So I don't know if any of you have a calculator in front of you. I can share my screen and pull up a calculator if you want. Sure. So, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. So Yeah, I'm excited to check out the like the the new system of Gamatria too that you Oh boy, that because that stuff's wild. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, I just recorded with him yesterday, and he was, he said, you just literally gave me calls up one entire side of my entire body. Oh, with Ghost? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. It, it's it's wild stuff, dude. Really, really interesting. But yeah, what, so what, what are we looking at here? Okay. So the first number general is 371074. Now, this took a while to start decoding this and figuring out what these numbers do. But when you take the last four digits and you add the remaining, you'll get 1111. You did? Holy shit. Yeah. Three, so seven, one, zero, one, and seven, four. Wow. Yep. Plus 37 is 1111. Oh, wow. Now, the next number that's generated 
So you would take 371074 and add 369963. The next number, and actually let me, do I have this brought up? Yeah, it's right here. Let me show you this. So this is the first number. This is the second number. Notice anything interesting about them? Yeah, it's just one's. I mean, it's a palindrome again, kind of, right? I mean, well, I don't no, know if that's the proper way to say. They're not in the same order, but they well, have the flipped, same yeah. numbers. Yeah, the three, the thirty-seven has jumped to the end, and the seventy-four has jumped to the beginning. Okay. Mm. Now, what this calls into to mind mm. is the statement or the phrase: "The beginning is the end, and the end is the beginning." Oh wow, that's okay. Deep. It's very deep, and it'll come up here in just a moment. So you you keep doing this same process. Take the last four digits, 1037, add 74, you have 1111. But the number that up, the third number, so we have 741037. We add three, six, nine, nine, six, three, and check this out. What do we have? Hmm. Oh my God. What are the chances? 11, 11. Wow. Take the last four, 1,000, add 111, and you have 11, 11. Every single number does this all the way up into the 100 billion mark. Now, when the number expands and gets that big, what you do is you take the last four, the next four, the next four, and then whatever's remaining, add them up, and it'll come back to 1111 every single time. Mm. What? Every single time. Oh, wow. So just to demonstrate, <laughs> here's my, my spreadsheet. And... Like I said, I mean, I've, I probably went a little ape shit with, with this. <laughs> um, let me shorten this down here a little bit. Okay. So now we're all the way down here to what is this? I don't even know what this number is. So it's like 24 billion something. So let's just take 5155 plus the next four, which would be 5707. And then 248, is that right? Plus 248. We have 1111. Mm. And of course, you take the last four again. This one jumps over to the end, and you have 1111. So every number does this. And I was like, man, like, but again, I didn't know what any of it meant. And that's, what's, I, that's what you got me. You got me now. I'm like, what does this mean? Oh, you're going to find out. <laughs> so I began to notice other patterns and synchronicities. Okay. Look at the last digits. See how it goes four, seven, and then zero? I was 47 years 
old when this started happening <laughs> with me adding or, you know, adding these numbers together like this in 2021. There's something else interesting going on. So it goes four, seven, zero. And then there's a sequence. Three, six, nine, two, five, eight, one, four, seven, zero. And it repeats. Three, six, nine, two, five, eight, one, four, seven, zero. It repeats all the way. So again, here, zero, three, six, nine, two, five, eight, one, four, seven, zero. It just keeps going. Wow. Now, what's interesting about that is when you look at a calculator, look at the numbers. Three, six, nine, two, five, eight, one, four, seven. It's like going in the sequence from the bottom up. So, again, I'm still trying to figure out what all of this means. I'm 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 playing around with the numbers at this point now, seeing what they might do, what might come out of this. So I got the idea to take the first number that was generated and add it to the second one. It produces this number over here. This one, 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 two, one, one, one. Now think of the same sequence of taking the last four digits and adding the remaining. This number will come back to two, 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 two. Now take this number, add it to this number. We get two, 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 three, one, one, one. The same thing happens. Take the last four, add the remaining. Now we have three, 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 three. The whole sequence goes down to it gets to 11, 11, and then it just starts repeating again. I take those numbers, I start reducing them down. So 11, 11 reduces to four, 22, 22 reduces to eight. 33, 33 reduces to 12, and so on. When it got to a double-digit number, I reduced it down even further. It produced a sequence that was 4837261159. I went to the internet, plugged it in, and it led me to something known as the Vedic Square. Now, the Vedic Square is nothing more than a multiplication table where every double-digit number has been reduced to a single digit. But look at the numbers, 483-726-159. It's the exact same number running across here. But it's the same number running underneath the, the other direction. And that and just so this... happens to be the Red Cross, right? And the, the uh, Knights Templar. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Wow. But it's the same number running down and then back up the other direction. Yep. And I thought, what are the chances of this? Okay. Now I'm kind of jumping ahead. So, you know, looking at these numbers, trying to figure out what they might mean, that's when I started kind of exploring gematria. I had no idea what gematria was, stumbled across it, tried to apply it. And holy shit, I was surprised with a lot of this. <laughs> so 333, each one of these phrases that you're looking at here has the value of 333 in Jewish gematria, the tool. Magic secret, speaking in code, 
hidden intelligence, a code to find God. Angelic host, looped time, earth ends, message of end, beast sigil, and uncloaked. You have a wide the spectrum there. Very wide. Yeah. Did the same thing with 1111. Now look at the one that I have right here in red. That's what you talked about with the numbers flip-flopping, right? That's exactly it. The beginning is the end, and the end is the beginning. That phrase has the value of 1111. Mm. That one below it blows my mind, too. Gematria is an anagram equals great I am. Yes. <laughs> Represent the chosen mathematician. Okay. Now, architect of the matrix. Ooh. Great ability to cipher code. Hidden knowledge. That's exactly what this is. And this one right here, who is Bob? Who this is, Bob? is super important. <laughs> That's important? It's important. It's is incredibly he... important. Because when this first started, out of nowhere, if I can find it here. That makes me think of the movie, What About Bob? Right, right. Yeah. Well, get this. Out of nowhere, I received an email from someone named Bob. <laughs> and the only thing that the, the subject and the body of the email said was note from the universe. And that's it. I have no idea who the person is. The email came to my work address. Almost like it was intended to do so to make sure that I would see it because my normal email address, I get so much junk mail. I might've just jumped right over this. Mm. Now looking at the numbers, the date, it was sent June 25th, 2021 at 10 26 AM. Added all those numbers up. They equal 27 and then two and seven reduces to nine. Now, my coworker was like, you need to respond. I was like, well, I, you know, I don't want to respond. This came to, you know, our, my work email. Like, what if this is some kind of phishing email or there's something attached to this email? You know, I don't want to have something, you know, enter our work system and shut us down completely. But after much, much prodding, and in fact, it was October 25th. And this was after her just sitting here one day, just going, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> I was like, okay, fine, I'll do it. I sent a reply that said, what is the message? To this day, no response. Mm. Nothing. But this email came June 25th. I replied October 25th at, in 2021 at 12.29 p.m., take the numbers, and they do the exact same thing. They reduce down to nine. Not only that, they both equal 27. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. wild. What are the chances? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what are the chances that the phrase, a note from the universe, would equal 1604, and that number reduces to 11? Yes, it does. Wow. And when you take that number and you add its mirror opposite, you get 5665. Five and six is 11. Six and five is 11. It's 1111. 
Hmm. Now, this came much later, but when I read a note from the universe, I'm thinking like, okay, what's the message? But then I started thinking, well, maybe note means tone frequency. Haven't quite figured that out yet. Hmm. But... Let's look at 369963. So that number was too big. It, it didn't produce anything in Gematria. So I split the number in two. 369963. 639 gives us humans the math of God, the base code of life, earth end near, children of light, desolation, the end of the Bible, and change the paradigm. 963 gives us the event, end of day's prophet, only the chosen can see, created by prophet, the truth codex, almighty God's code reader, let us make man in our image, and the blazing star. Now, as you can see, there's a lot of biblical references here. Now, something else interesting that the number 369963 does is someone give me any four-digit number. Not 1111, just anything other than that. Matt, you got one? Uh, 4144. 4144? Yep. Okay. So we're going to add four... What What was it again? 4144. One, four, four. Four, four. Okay. The number we have is 374107. Watch what happens when you take the last four digits, 4107, 4107 plus 37. That was the number you just gave Get me. Get out. <laughs> wow. Every number that you put in, four digits, will come back to the same number every single time. That's interesting. Yeah, and those are the name numbers of the guys that I was named after from base of uh, their baseball numbers. So very interesting. <laughs> I got 144 tattooed on my arm. That was my old racing number. <laughs> cool. That's funny. Well, what's interesting about this is every number that you add, four-digit number. So three, six, nine, crap. Three, six, nine, nine, six, three. So any whatever four you add, resulting number will always, always start with 37, no matter what. So let's just add six, eight, four, three. It starts with 37. Mm. Well, that's one of the things I realized is going on with these numbers. They, it starts with 37. It's going up by 37. So 37 plus 37 is 74. 74 plus 37 is 111. 111 plus 37 is 148. The last four digits are going down by 37. So 1074, then we get 1037, 1000. They're all going down by the number 37. So they're going up and down by the number 37. That's crazy. Every single time. So, 
kind of jumping ahead here. So we looked at the Vedic square. And what that led me to was something known as, where do I have it here? Trying to find it here. It led me to Vortex Math. Here we go. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you guys know what Vortex Math is? I do not. Okay. So... I stopped at algebra. Yeah. Algebra <laughs> two was what I literally graduated with. <laughs> well, y'all y'all know about the power of nine, right? Yeah. And why it's the ruling number. So for those that don't know, if you put one through nine in the shape of a pyramid with nine at the top, three in the lower right, six in the lower left, every line will equal nine. So the top one obviously is nine and one is nine. That two is nine, six plus five plus four plus three is 18, and one and eight is nine. So it all comes back. If you take every number but three, six, and nine, you will also get a number that reduces to nine. Now, the vortex math, so one and one is two, two and two is four, four and four is eight, eight and eight is 16. And when you get to a double-digit number, you reduce it down. So 16 reduces to 7. 16 and 16 is reduces to 5. And 2 plus 32 is 64. And 6 and 4 is 10. It reduces to 1. So it's another repeating sequence. 1, 2, 4, 8, 7, 5 repeats. 1, 2, 4, 8, 7, 5. When you look up here and you do that sequence, one, two, four, eight, seven, five, and it repeats, it's forming the infinity symbol. That's wild. Over and over and over. Is this some of the new stuff that you were talking about, Gary? Because I, I haven't heard this from you. No, <laughs> this is this is uh, stuff that I, I was decoding way, 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 way back then. Okay. Um. But if we want to get into the newer stuff um, with the. I really wanted you to show them like the Bible stuff that you were finding or or maybe it was the Talmud or whatever it was, but how you took your own gamatria that you made based off of this. And then you're finding like hidden messages. That to me is the craziest part by far. Like that I've heard at least. Yeah, because there's actually books called like the Bible Code or Codex and things like that. And there's a couple versions of it. But yeah, I'm, I'm real interested to see what you found. Well, actually, it was it was Micah Dank um, because when I first started doing this stuff, I ca- I came across his work and I reached out to him and just said, "Hey, I think my work is starting to mesh with what you're doing." And so he agreed to you know come on my YouTube channel and I I started presenting this stuff to him. And it's it's very interesting when you watch the video, you could tell that as I'm talking and just kind of explaining how this all started, he was a little bored. Um, And I get it. It's a lot of info. And I was just hitting him left and right with information. As it started progressing, you could see his demeanor change. And he began to realize there's something to this. And then I even heard him state Snell's podcast one time and they, they brought me up and he literally said like, when he contacted me, I thought, you know, he just didn't really have anything. But the more I sit there and watched, 
he goes, I realized he is on to something big. So enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if If you don't win your first bet, bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Actually, actually, before we get into the Bible stuff, I want to go back to something else here real quick. There's other phrases that have the value of 1111 that actually contain my name. Hmm. And this was a huge shock. So the first one, Garrick King is here. He has a purpose. That phrase has the value of 1111. Garrick King decodes the God Matrix has the value of 1111. And you can't do those with like, if I wanted to throw Ryan Dean in there, like Ryan Dean doesn't decode the God matrix. That doesn't add up, right? To 1111. I mean, I, I we can put it out and see. Um, no, I was just curious, but yeah. Yeah, but remember I said, I hated math. The next one in God, Garrick King <laughs> is the chosen mathematician. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> It's wild to see that. Yeah. And my all-time favorite, Garrett King, Aliens Made You. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Has the value of 1111. But this one's interesting, too. I'm code repeated 11 times has the value of 1111. Really? Huh. Huh. Now, I guess my question would be, this only applies since you've become Garrett King, right? Yes. It it's wasn't only... present in your birth name. Nope. Wow. Oh, well, something else. I was born September 2nd. Nine, nine and two nine is 11. Two. Yeah. September 2nd is the 245th day of the year. Two plus four plus five is 11. <laughs> My wow. dad passed away in the month of November. His father, who I never met because he passed away when my dad was 16, passed away in November. Mm. Plus, my dad was born in April, born 7's 11. I mean, there's just all these 11 connections that I, you know, was like, what is going on here? You know, (laughs) when all of this first started. 
But to move forward, to connect this to the Bible, we talked about how this, this sequence, what I call the 1111 matrix code, all the numbers are going up and down by the number 37. So what you're looking at is the very first verse of Torah's Genesis 1.1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, there is so much going on in this first verse that will just blow your mind. But this phrase has the value of 2701. Now, what's interesting about this is that 2701 is the equivalent of 37 times its mirror opposite, which is 73. Wow. And when you take 2701 plus its mirror opposite of 102, you get 3773. And there's that beginning and end thing again. And in Hebrew, gematria, Jesus, just the name Jesus has the value of 37, and Christ has the value of 73. Mm. That's wild. And you're going to get some pushback from some people, though, because they're like, his name wasn't Jesus. He right. wasn't Jesus Christ, you know, but that's wild. Well, I agree with that statement. Um and this is going to show some very interesting stuff. <laughs> um, where do I want to go from here? Let's see. So what I did was, this was just a couple weeks ago. And again, it's these random thoughts. I, I don't know where these thoughts come from for me to try doing certain things. They just pop into my head. It's like, okay, well, let's see what happens. So what I did was, is I took the 1111 matrix code numbers, the beginning portion of them. So, and what I mean by that is, so I started with 37, 74, 111, 148, 85, and there's 22 characters in the Hebrew alphabet. There's actually five additional characters. They're called final form letters. They can have an additional value or they can have the same value because what those letters are technically, those five letters are the same as five other letters that are already in the alphabet. But when they appear at the end of a word, they change shape. So I took those numbers and I applied them to the Hebrew alphabet. And what does the Bible tell us is the number of man? Uh, 666. 666, Correct. yeah. Correct. So only, only after applying these numbers to the Hebrew alphabet and I plugged in man, did I get the number 666? Mm. And I'm like, what are the chances? Mm. What are the chances? Now, in... The Hebrew Bible is the word for man, but what it literally translates to is a person. But when you look at the letters, this is Aleph, 
Dalit, and Mem. A-D-M. It's where we get the name Adam. That's interesting. So that was just a made up thing. You know, a lot of people say Adam, like the atom, like A-T-O-M, right? Mm -hmm. I've never heard that before, that it's just a literal. Well, I guess it's not very literal. I don't know how you'd exactly say that. But yeah, man, it's like, so A-T and M or A-D and M. Yeah. Yeah, A-D-M. A-D-N-M. Wow. Okay. But again, you have to think the, the literal translation is a person. So when it says in the, you know, when God says, uh, let us make man, that's it, not what he's saying. Let us a person in our image. Now, when it uses, and this is what's really strange. When in the Torah, when it actually is saying Adam, it's using this spelling. So there's a letter, a new letter in front of it. This letter is hey. Now that letter on its own has a meaning, which is if it'll pop up here, God. Whoa. But anytime that letter appears in front of a word, it simply changes to the. So when we type in Adam, we get the person. Okay, so let's let us make a person in our image. And then later on, it's the person. But the, the Torah changes back and forth from the person and Adam. But it will always use this spelling right here for Adam. And I can actually show you this. So this uh, program is called JLA Tanakh Program. It's a very odd name. Um, but here's verse 26, Genesis uh, 1, verse 26. And it says, and God said, let us make man in our image. So the word man is right here. It's Olive, Dalit, and Mem. And when we look at the numerical value, it's the wrong thing to click on. Sorry. We see its value is 666. Wow. Mm. That's crazy. Now, look at the next. Let me scroll up here. Whoops. Now, did you grow up reading Hebrew, Garrett? Or did you have to teach yourself for this? No. I still can't read Hebrew. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I I'm I'm trying to learn, but it's it's I mean, it's so complex it's just right well you're ahead of me you know the you know the letters <laughs> you got the letters down <laughs> yeah yeah I, i'm getting there i'm getting That's the there. first step right so if we were to read this it would say and god said let us make a person in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth now Gets to verse 27, and it says, so God created man. But here is the spelling, and it has the hay in front of it. And its value is 851. Okay? Now, how did God create Eve? The rib. 
with a rip. Yep. So the rib of seventeen oh two. The word that they use in the Torah for rib actually translates to side. Okay, the side of a person. Now, what's very interesting about this is it says, so God created men in his own image. In the image of God created he, him, male and female. He created them at the same time in what I think is like a mold. And when he created Eve, he didn't take a rib. He took, he split that mold in two. He took the side, two sides. We all have two sides, a male side and a feminine side. He literally split it in two. So it almost is like a, like an atom, right? It, like the uh, the way that they like duplicate themselves. Mm -hmm. So, but take this into consideration. So. This word that they're using for Adam is simply the person and has the value of 851. So if you add another person, another 851, you get 1702, the value of rib or the side. Two people. Yeah. Wow. Two people. I mean, it's deep. And for the record, you know, people should be watching this, right? People should absolutely watch this on, on your Patreon for sure, because it's a lot of numbers, right? But I mean, like, obviously, you can get a lot out of just listening. But yeah, this is one that you have to watch. Yeah. Well, get this. So it's going to get even deeper. Bring it on. So just a couple of days ago, I discovered that the word woman has the value of nine 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 the flip of man six upside down. six yeah. six upside down wow now here's what's interesting nine 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 is also the value of the word light in 1702 is the value of darkness and if we take 1702 Plus nine nine nine, we have twenty seven oh one. The value of Genesis one one. Mm. Oh boy! Wow. Now in this new gematria, what I'm calling the matrix gematria, because I don't know what else to call it. Twenty seven oh one is now the value of the word Christ. Hmm. Christ. And Jesus has the value of 1369. So if we take 2701 plus 1369, Jesus Christ now has a value of 4070. Okay. If we remove the light, which is the value of 999, we get the number 3071. That number is the value of a name. Anyone care to guess what that name might be? Is it Lucifer? Satan? It's Lucifer. 
That's fucking nuts, what? man. So if you have Jesus and you remove the light, you get the devil. Yes. According but by to the that. same token, if you take the devil and add the light, you have Jesus Christ. And That's Lucifer's supposed to be the light bearer. Yes. Wow. So you take Jesus, remove the light, you have Lucifer. Hmm. And it's Lucifer specifically, not Satan. That's the one Lucifer adds up to that one. Okay. Lucifer specifically. Wow. Yeah, man. That's it's it's kind of creepy, you know what I mean? It's freaky to learn that stuff. Yeah. It's like a play on words or a play on numbers. Well, yeah, they all are, man. Like, you know, when I when I had first, you know, met Garrick with uh, you know, talking with ghosts, dude, I was looking into this kind of separately. I was looking into the sun, you know, kind of the idea that 666 is the sun number. Which is interesting to me still, this whole thing, because you expanded on that, Garrick. You, you you were DMing me back and forth, and just the stuff that you were finding in there is interesting. But even like the word Solomon, um, that's that's six 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 over and over again. It's three different ways to say sun in uh, Latin, uh, Egyptian, and some other one. Uh, Om would be what is that? Sanskrit or uh, whatever Hindi, Hindu. So yeah, it's just three different ways to say sun. And then you get six 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 from that too. It's strange, just all the code that's in the Bible. So that's also saying that if you remove the woman from Jesus Christ, you have Lucifer. Correct. Hmm. Interesting. That's that's what's bizarre about this is how these numbers are literally starting to express what is literally being said in the text. Now Real quick, so I'm sorry, Garrick, but Matt, you said something wild right there. Like, if you remove the woman, you get Lucifer. Could that be like what this transgender movement is about? Like, in a way, right? Trying to get rid of the two gender idea that, like, if you remove one or if you expand on just the two, you you get like into darkness. Is that? Am I way off base with that? Are you? Garrick, you're asking me. I mean, anyway, I don't, I don't know what you think about that. It's just, it, it sound, it was like kind of just a deep thing that he said right there. Just, you know, simply saying like, you know, taking the woman out of this, you know, you're left with kind of darkness. It seems like. Yeah. I mean, it, there's, there's a lot of connections there and that's why I, I, you know, what we were talking about earlier that I do believe that there are people in the know that are using these calculations, this formula to you know, do whatever nefarious things that they they intend to do. And, and you know, but here's the thing. This is what this is, what, what I think this is really leading to and what it's showing me at least is duality and balance. I did this whole presentation for Ghost on Sunday, but I'll go through it very quickly here. So I just listed out things that are dualities. 11-11, the number itself is a duality. It's Two sides are equal. They're the same. But you have Jesus and Lucifer. That's a duality. They're opposing forces, but it's still a duality. Mm-hmm. Day and night, light and dark, heaven, hell, good, evil, right, wrong, up, down. I mean, it keeps going. Happiness, sadness, beginning and end is a duality. Does, does that just mean, though, it's more about your perspective on it? Well, what I think it, it's indicating is that these two things must exist at the same time. Because okay, we, so in order to have one, you must have the other. 
it's the two yeah i mean you simply cannot have light without darkness yep and you can't have darkness without light you know if you know, i even said this in my presentation here if you lived in a world of only light you would have no comprehension of darkness at all you would have no comprehension of another person's pain or struggles you would be unable to sympathize with that person or show compassion at all concept of it but by the same token if you lived in a world of only darkness you would have no comprehension of light you would have no comprehension of what it means to be happy you would live in a world of pain and sorrow with no way out these two things must exist at the same time it's literally shown to us in moses parting the red sea it's literally showing two sides. You could put dark, light here. You could put man, woman. It doesn't matter. Day, night. But right in the center, you have a path, and that is the path to freedom. And I think this is the path to achieving Christ consciousness is understanding that these two forces must exist at the same time. It's funny. I was having That's this argument with a spiritual guy the other day, like on Thursday or Friday saying that he's trying to live a life with zero suffering. And I was saying that's impossible. And he he didn't understand where I was coming from. You would never like, I think that's why bad things happen. If there is this creator that loves us so much, why would it or he or whatever, let this stuff happen. And it's because you would have no like idea what feeling good is if you never felt like shit. Right. Or if right. something horrible or sad, that doesn't need to be horrible necessarily. Something bad never happened to you ever. You, you wouldn't really appreciate the good times and like the good feelings. Can you go back to that duality slide, Garrick? Now, you notice the, the, what's interesting. The one thing you don't see on here, because it just popped in my head, was love and hate, which, is, which yeah. is real interesting because you have happiness and sadness, but love and hate are not on here as the you know counterforces, which is very interesting. Well, I mean, I could... I, I just added these myself. So I, I mean, that's a good one. I didn't even think of it in the time, but yeah, 11, hate. that's a perfect, perfect example of duality. But what I was going to say was, is I, I had worked with a woman one time and she was telling me about, her and her son was built or not built <laughs> well built, I guess that would, could use that word, but he was born with some sort of, you know, mental um, disorder. He couldn't speak very well. And they didn't find out until this this kid was like 25 that he had some kind of tumor on his brain. And the doctor said that that tumor was causing him to have a consistent headache his entire life. But he had no idea. Yeah, he never knew. He had no idea. He'd been dealing with it his whole life and just assumed that was part of it. Wow. And that, and that that is what everyone must be feeling. Yep. He had no idea. And I mean, she broke down in tears when she told me that when they corrected that and the look on his face mm. that he was no longer in pain. And she goes, I just can't imagine. And she goes, I feel terrible. I was like, but you had no way of knowing, you know, but just this idea that he was suffering all this time and had no idea yep. because he knew nothing different. Wow. 
Yeah, it's crazy, man. That definitely, yeah, it's all about perspective, right? And what you've experienced. And if you don't know the other side, you it's just, that's your reality. Yeah. Damn. Crazy. But I think that's... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think that's what the this, this, this story, the story of Moses, you know, and, and this, the parting of the, the Red Sea is it's just a story about this this balance. And when you stop and think about Leonardo da Vinci and the Last Supper painting, it's depicting a duality. You have six people on the left, six people over here on the right. It's equally split with the path in the center. Yep. And... That's the biggest window, too. Yeah. Well, this is... If I play this, let me play this real quick and you'll see. So... And another way of, of this being depicted here is when you look at his hands... One is palm up and the other one is palm down. Yeah, yeah. You see that with Baphomet too. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. Garrick, I don't know if you notice this. You know how many like windows and then doors there are? In in this you... right here, how there's the three windows back there. And then if you zoom out, there's the do you see it right there? Eight oh yeah. Doors. One, two, so three, 11. four, five, six, seven, eight. You get eleven again. Oh yeah, and th yeah, and then up top there's the 36 different squares too. I don't know if that's something that you could find later, but well, yeah, 36 that's the... would reduce to nine. The yeah. the ruling number nine eleven. Yep, and what is nine eleven? <laughs> nine plus one plus one is eleven. Eleven. Shit. Yeah, man. Because you always wonder why some of these paintings get so much respect, and it's because there's you know stuff hidden in them. Yeah, definitely. Wild. Yeah. One other interesting thing, and this is a very bizarre, I mean, extremely bizarre synchronicity. And this is kind of jumping backwards. Um, when I was first going through all these numbers and trying to figure out what they meant and discovering that, you know, the whole 369-963 and you add a four-digit number. So I was just playing around with that in 2021. So I took 369-963. And I added the year 2021, and it gave me 371984. Again, another number that stood out to me because 1984, George Orwell, uh, all of that. So add 37 to that, and we're back to 2021. So I thought, what number do I need to put in for it to give me 2021 here? And it just so happens to be it's the number 2058. So I was like, okay, why now? Why in 2021? I went to the internet. It's hard to research that hasn't happened yet. But I went and plugged in the number 2058. It pulled up an article called Apocalypse 2058. And it's about this guy named Didier Sornay. He's a geophysicist and he, you know, Deals with numbers. He he believes that um, in 2058 that the Dow Jones, like something extraordinary is going to happen in 2058. Um, he, you know, he talks about the Dow Jones index 
gave him all this, you know, information uh, that it's going to be a basically a collapse. That um, basically what he says is these two factors hit a massive acceleration in the rate of growth that will take them to a spontaneous singularity. This is a point where the graphs can't get any steeper. And it says singularities foreshadow a critical point of fundamental and abrupt disruption to the status quo. Now, this whole thing is bizarre because when I was doing the numbers, the you know, adding the 369963 to the numbers, when I first started doing this, I was doing it by hand. I wasn't using a calculator. I messed up. Okay. And what happened was is instead of the numbers coming back to 1111, they started coming back to five ones instead of four ones. I was like, well, that's incredibly interesting. Um, if I can find it here. Doesn't archaics talk about uh, 2058? Five ones Matt? produce a very bizarre that's why it sounded familiar uh statement and uh, where is it this is going to be one that we have Let's to ask ai about one, too. One, one, one. <laughs> what ai thinks about 2058 there it is so this phrase has the value of one 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 which is we are in an artificial matrix we are slaves we are being punished we are being further tested and tried like silver seven times in the fire. The few and refined shall rise. Well, that's scary. <laughs> now, I thought that was really interesting. But Very morbid. I yeah. realized that I had made that mistake. But before doing that, I was looking at the numbers that were generated, and through all of these numbers, there's certain numbers that show up that are nothing but ones and zeros. And I thought, wow, that looks so much like binary code. I took numbers, I plugged them into a code uh, translator, and it gave me this right here, this PK slash, and then this whole thing right so I took that, copied it to the internet. It didn't bring up anything. The more I started looking at this, I was like, well, this looks like a like a directory. And that this is possibly a folder name. So I got rid of the first part and just copied this whole last portion here to the internet. It pulled up this document that you're looking at, which is from the Security Exchange Commission. In um, it's the Credit Suisse Bank in Switzerland. And look at their phone number, their business phone number. Look at the last digits. Three, 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 one, 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 one. Hey, and there's my four one four four. You're on you're on mute there, Matt, <laughs> I think. Oh no, I can hear him. Or can I can't hear, hear any of you. Is it me? Uh oh, it might be. Um yeah, I can hear everybody. Can you hear everybody, man? Yeah. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. You can hear me. I can't hear you. That's weird. Well, let's see. How do we go on with this? I think they're out <laughs> to get us. <laughs> Where's your four one? Your four one four four. Should man? I try disconnecting right and coming back? Yeah, if you want, okay, I'll do that. 
Hang on one second. Right before the three, 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 one, one, one right there. Oh, right. You're right. Yeah, dude, it's nuts, man. I think it's really interesting stuff. Like I said, you know, people would probably be better off watching rather than yeah, listening. This is when but... you have to watch because I I'm like following it, but even seeing it, I'm like, this is so bizarre. Yeah, it's hard too. When do you want to wrap up, by the way? Uh, we can do a few more minutes. It's fine. Let's see if we can hear him. Can you hear us? I can hear you now. Nice. There we go. That was weird. We shook them. We shook the feds. <laughs> wow, that was so bizarre. I've never had that happen before. Well, it like, was funny none too. Of you across the board. I couldn't hear any of you. Well, it was funny too, Garrett, because like Matt and I were saying things and then you were just talking over them. And I was like, what, what's going on here? You know, <laughs> but it, it, I, obviously we know now. So yeah, you're like, God, that damn, that guy is a rude bastard. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's all good, man. It happens. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I literally, I thing you were saying uh um, no, you're good let me uh share again if that's okay what were you guys saying though no i was just being a smart ass i my right before the three 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 one 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 is four one four four the number i gave you earlier oh right right yeah i was like oh that's weird and the other thing that stuck out was the security act the 1933 act yes oh nice yeah well but here's the other thing Guess who used to be a board member of the Credit Suisse Bank? Give us a hint. What era? Well, I just talked about an article that he is was written about. The dude that predicted the end of the world? In 2058, Didier. Yeah. What's his name again, Gary? Diedrich or whatever. It's a Didier. It's D I D I E R. And then Sornet. It's like S O R N E T T E. Okay. So he's a board member on this bank? He was. Jeez. Hmm. He's not anymore. Now, I took the address, plugged it into Google Earth, and I started clicking on the images. First image I clicked on was this one. (laughs) Get out. But look at the bag. There's the red cross, or the the cross from the... uh, Inverted. Vedic Square. A very interesting character here, but still, that I mean, what are the chances? And why did they choose that picture as one of the first ones that you would possibly click on with this bank? I know it was like the 360 view. I know I just like clicked on it so I could see like the whole view, and that was there. Still weird. Yeah, that's wild. You know, and just when you when you think of like the synchronicities, I mean, what are the chances? You know, isn't that the, Swiss, isn't that the Switzerland Swiss bank was started by the Templars? Sure. Which is that same symbol right there. Again, I keep repeating myself on that, but I keep that keeps popping in my head is Templars and that cross. That is the Swiss flag, by the way. Um, Correct. So yes. that's why that's probably why I just realized that put two and two together there. Yeah. Now, what's interesting, is, and I don't know that too many people are aware of this, but we are in a 19-year cycle of having um, summer solstice solar eclipses. So the first one started in 1982. We didn't have one prior to this. It was like in the 1800s. That was the last one before 1982 that we had. So from 1982 to 2001, we had another one. 
in 2020, we had one. We'll have one in 2039. And oddly enough, we'll have one in 2058. And we will not have another one after that for nearly 200 years. Hmm. So is that the reset? I think 2058 is going to be a reset. What was the year you said before that? 2030? 2039. Okay. So that's, wow. Yeah. They're going in 19 year sequences. Now, when you reduce these numbers down, well, obviously 19 reduces to 10, reduces to four ones. And what do we have? 11, (laughs) 11. Oh, geez. Now, when you take the numbers in the dates and reduce them down, so this first date reduces to 29, and I showed this because 2 and 9 is 11, so that reduces down to 11. And then this date reduces to 12, 13, 23, and 24. We reduce all these down. The sequence goes 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. And when you do the year only, So just 1982, reduce those down. It does the exact same thing. Reduces down to two, three, four, five, and six. So do you think this is like AI-based? Quantum-based? is. Yep. (laughs) All of it. Because I did something else. Um, And again, I don't know where these ideas come to me at. But the idea was to take the... Uh, let's go back to Windows. I got to ask you while you're looking for that, Garrick. What does your husband think of all this? You mentioned him a couple of times. Does he just think you're crazy or does he go right, right along with it? Um, th- this stuff scares him a lot. Yeah. So he shies away from it. Uh, one of the other things that I do is is ITC research, which is instrumental transcommunication. It's um, spirit communication, uh, spirit photography using scrying. Oh, wow. And that really spooks the shit out of him. Um, so he just doesn't like to talk about it. Let's keep it light. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. Just well, ignore that. <laughs> so this is a program. It's called Keys to the Bible. And this is actually used to find Bible codes. Oh, wow. So what I did is I went... Yeah, let's see if I can pull it up here. Just a program you download? Yep. Yep. It's like mess around with this. 50, I think it's like around 59, 60 bucks, something like that. Oh. It's not super expensive, but right. it'll take a second here because I have the current um, width set to 60,961. Um But what I did was, is I modified this based on, again, the 1111 matrix code numbers. So I start with the first number. We we know there's a split there. So 37 and then 1074. So what I did was, is I changed the width to 37. And what I did was, let's see if I can move this out of the way here. Keeps getting smaller every time I move it. But what I did was, is I made the width 37, and then I counted over 11, and then went down 11 and selected that letter. Then I changed the width to 1074, did the same thing, went to the next number, 
changed the width, counted over 11, down 11. It produced the most extraordinary message and the first paragraph. Different translation. Let me see if I can find that on my other computer real quick. Mm. I was showing this to, to Ghost. Uh, where in the hell is it? Got to move my computer slightly. I can't see the icon. <laughs> it's a pretty interesting program, though, for sure. Yeah, I've got uh, that's that's exactly what the other program does too. This JLL JLA, yeah, yeah. um, because you can simply change this to show you what the Torah looks like without any spaces. And you can do searches or searches etc etc mm. uh let's see here where is it you wonder how much the bible's changed over time too huh matt like the the ways that they've probably changed the the wording yeah what the translations they right going from different languages going from you know hebrew and all that yeah yeah, because there are differences. I mean, if there's people that go around and they point out the differences, I know I saw I, and it's funny you mentioned this because I saw one on Instagram today where they were talking about uh, one of the Matthew verses that's different in, you know, whatever Bible it was versus and they were comparing the different Bibles and, and it was different in all of them. There's some weird Mandela stuff with that, too, like the the uh, wolves and lions thing. Right. I mean, I, that was one that I heard where they talk about, I think, sheep among wolves or something. And it's really sheep among lions. Yeah. Something weird like that. There's all kinds of weird stuff. Okay. Just, I thought... Seems like a giant code now. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it, letters are based on numbers if you go by Gematria, right? Sure. I know what I did wrong. I opened up the wrong in here it is <laughs> and that's why this stuff is so interesting because i mean you can just look at it at the surface but when you dig into it at this level like garrick has i mean it just blows your mind yeah you start Oops. to see these patterns and you start to see the matrix unfolding in a sense right well and dude we, we the last time we were all talking it was uh you know that first that first line in the bible that he was talking about there that's like a whole story in itself. Like even yeah. the first word is almost a story, like how they, how it's portrayed. Cause you know, in English, it doesn't really mean anything, but in Hebrew, there's all these like multiple meanings for these different words. So it's like, you can get like a story out of almost every word in the Bible in the original versions. It seems. Yeah. Like. Well, and he even says how he created word, you know, that's one of the things of creation too, which is, you know, is word just numbers. Is it, the actual sounds it's it, there's so many questions it's such a deep topic yeah okay i'm not magic. seeing it here let me see if i can drag this over oh, shit. from this computer if it will oh come on sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't uh-oh Come and on. then I, I forgot to mention to you, too, Gary, he usually keeps these around like an hour and a half, two hours or something. I don't know if you had something like, oh, you know, kind of cool to wrap up on. I, I mean, I, I don't want to cut your presentation short. I'm just, uh, you know, I forgot to mention it to either one of you guys. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. Um, 
yeah, I'll just wrap it up with this. So by changing the width, go through and selecting the the letters based off those numbers. Uh-huh. It produced this. I don't even know what to call it. Um, but basically what it says is this is a new approach and that as it should be, a new version of the book will be released. As my sons and daughters, I will save you. At the same time, I will be with you in the future. It will be clear that you will be able to see how the sun is shining and the sun is shining. When the light shines in the light of my creation, a sign will be thrown here carrying a flame and it will rise to its glory. And I am coming to the end of my life and I am looking forward to seeing you again. This is why the children of God are living in the land of the Father. From the words of the Lord, they came from the fire to the truth of the sea. So that's the message that you uncovered doing that tactic of the 11th across and 11th down. Yes. And the fact that it said anything at all is amazing. Right. This says that first paragraph where it says this is a new approach and that as it should be, a new version of the book will be released. Let me just very quickly copy this. So is this essentially, in your opinion, like, you know, the hidden message in the, this is the Torah, correct? Or the Bible translated? This is the Torah. Just the first five books. Shit. That's wild. Sorry, guys, that, my fire alarm went off and I didn't want to, I was checking around to make sure nothing was on fire. No smoke? Cause the, no, uh, the there's CO... nothing. It's I, I think it's faulty wiring. This thing goes has a mind of its own. Okay. It's the Matrix, dude. Isn't yeah. it weird when weird shit like that happens when you're talking about weird stuff? <laughs> okay, I will wrap up with this. So that that first paragraph, the one that says this is a new approach and that as it should be, a new version of the book will be released. It has two translations. That's the first one. Okay. The second one literally says this approach is based on the fact that the new AI has been issued to you. Oh. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here with that AI, man. Yeah. It's so scary. Shove that up your ass. That, AI. that is scary. <laughs> I mean, what are the chances? The fact, again, that it said anything at all. Right. But to have these two different translations... And one yeah. is literally speaking about AI. Wow. Yeah, because they didn't freaking know about AI. They couldn't have unless, you know, history is like cyclical. Well, and that's about. that's where I'm leaning, Ryan, that they that, that there was some sort of AI and that that was one of the causes of these or the reasons for these cataclysms. And these resets. Technology got so far ahead and that they had to reset. It was time. Well, that dude, the uh, I, I keep wanting to call him Diddler. Uh, did Didley is that it? <laughs> Didier Sornay. Didier. Uh, he talks about the singularity, right? And it makes sense if we're progressing at it. You know, we're we're starting off like this, and then it goes up. You know, once it just starts going up faster and faster, like there's almost no point to living anymore. Like you're not learning anything. You're not experiencing emotions. I'm sure at that point either. Yeah. Well, yeah. and that's what they say about technology, right? Is that people are detaching. Yeah. From humanity and inner you know basically just consumed with the machine yeah man well one of the things that he talked about was that our population would uh explode 
And I went to to Google and I typed in how many people live on the earth. And it came back and said 7.8 billion people. And it says within the world population, 7.8 billion people as of March 2020, in typical projections of population growth, Earth will be in a state of human overpopulation by 2050 or sooner. Well, 2050 and 2058 is eight years. But the number 2058, this phrase, Earth can't sustain 7 billion people, has <laughs> the value of 2058. Oh, wow. What? And revelations become evident. Also, many deadly diseases of the apocalypse. Well, it's interesting that revelations become evident because I think that's one of the major things that came out of 2020 yeah. is that people started seeing these things that they took for granted and, and they're seeing the inversion that's taking place in a lot of these systems nowadays. Yep, absolutely. Wow, mm. that's crazy. That And that's all from numbers. All from numbers. And now you wonder too, you know, that or that old site that we, I mean, people used to talk about it a lot, not so much anymore, but the Deagle report where they talk about the depopulation of the world. Yep. You wonder if these people know this and they feel like there's some sort of relation to how many people there are on this world, right? So it's saying that it'll get up to uh, how much? It says uh, seven point. Well, because that's what we have right now. now. It okay. says 7.8 billion. Okay. That's as of March of 2020. So I'm wondering if like there's if they know that the uh you know once the earth hits a certain if we are in some simulation, there's not enough bandwidth to support this many people. So we got to wipe out a certain amount of people, right? Because I do believe that they kind of do these things. I think that's why we have wars. Um, that's why I think COVID was kind of part of that, not to politicize that whole thing, but I mean, you know, there there's things that are planted, it seems like to kill off massive amounts of people. Well, it, the isn't it the Georgia Guidestones that literally right. states you must maintain a certain number of five hundred million? Yeah, a lot, yep. lot less than we got right now. But yeah, yeah, man, it's it's tough to believe that seven point eight billion number too. I mean, that's an unfathomable number to most people. Like, yeah, you think about it, it's like they they can't get a census in one country, let alone get an understanding of the population of the world. But when they freaking lose censuses too, from like that one like eighteen hundreds year where they just lost the census, right? And it was that one we we kind of talked about it briefly. Well, yeah, what and what they did, they've done over history is the the buildings that contain these records that contain these censuses just so happen to burn in a fire, right? Yeah. yeah, it's wild. I mean, that's insane stuff, Garrick. It's really interesting. You know, cool, I don't, man. I don't know what to make of all of it yet, but it's absolutely interesting. I mean, it's it's been a journey. I just put out my fifth video on my channel, and all but I think five. I think I have five videos that I do. You know, show show some of my spirit photography, my scrying, and all of that. So essentially, forty five videos is all on this. Wow. And it's, you can just see the journey, the progression of when I'm discovering something and it just keeps adding, but it all keeps coming back to having this biblical connection. And I'm going to just throw this out there. I don't really believe it. It's more of a thought. What if the Bible really is Lucifer's work? Mm, yeah. I've thought about that too. And it's led to mislead people into believing that it's God's word. Now I, I'm going to, I'm not meaning to offend any people that are into the Bible. I'm just throwing a question out there. Cause I don't necessarily believe this. It's just something that popped into my head when, 
we were looking at those numbers and the idea that the earth can't sustain this amount of people, well, they wouldn't let this amount of people on if it couldn't sustain it. You know, it's almost like saying, telling us that there's impending doom. Yes. And, and, and I, uh, I just, I hate that. I hate that. They call it the fear porn, you know, yeah. I'm like, I'm so over just being scared of, you know, doomsday and everything. And it's like, what about living? You know, what about life? What about enjoying what we have instead of being fearful of what's to come? And I think too many people get wrapped up in that and and just worry about the future instead of just live their days. And it is what it is, right? I mean, you, if if we are facing impending doom, not one of us <laughs> is going to stop it in ourselves. Can't do the damn thing, yeah. Yeah, so that's, and that's kind of, uh, it's so, there's so many routes to go with this. This is just mind-blowing stuff, Garrick. Well, I think the the whole idea of, of Jesus and Satan, Lucifer, I think what it's literally showing us is that these are the two sides of man. We all have the ability to do good and we all have the ability to do bad. It's literally showing the two sides of man. Mm-hmm. And by making you believe that there's this this hideous demonic being in hell is the fear porn that yeah. you're talking about because the greatest way to hide information is to make you afraid of it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. See, I don't believe in the devil. I, I, you know, it's one thing I just don't, I, I don't believe there is this, I believe in evil, so to speak. And I believe in demons, but I don't believe there is this one all you know nasty being the the king of the you know the underground well have you ever heard of the secret book of john yes okay so you know that the bible says you know the serpent is the one that tempted eve to eat the apple but in the secret book of john jesus is the one that said he's the one that tempted them Mm -hmm. wow yep huh yeah yeah Wow. That's pretty freaky. That is, that is so, oh my God. I got so many questions, so I can't. <laughs> I know it'd be another of like few hours just oh, asking questions easily, about it. Easily. There's just, it's, it, you can take it so many directions too, because it's, there's so much depth to it. And, and you, you know, we've seen the Matrix movie, you know, most people have, and you start seeing things like this. Then you start looking into codes and, and start looking into these numbers like you have, Garrick. And, it really makes you ponder, you know, what is, what are we in? Is this, is this a, a pre-program or program that we're in, or do we have quote unquote free will, or is it, you know, there's so many ways you can go with that. Well, watch, have you seen the new movie, the matrix four? Yes. Okay. Watch it again. Pay attention to the signs, the very beginning on the building they're in Spanish but they they translate to the most bizarre shit and literally <laughs> the word shit because one of them translates to for those who love to eat shit i remember you showed that yeah dude yeah really? and you, you can just translate it like go on google right yeah yeah that's yeah, that, that's exactly that's what us. i did i was like what <laughs> we, we love to eat shit they keep bringing out more and more of it you know literally and figuratively now they want us you know you see the, them talking about us drinking toilet water eventually reusing and shit pizza. yeah that's what i'm saying yeah. yeah 
Man. And call it sugar. We got to yeah. call it sugar. <laughs> They'll put a fancy <laughs> name on it, you know? Yeah. It's like Brondo. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Derek, that's awesome. awesome, man. Thank you for sharing that. That is that is some mind-blowing shit. That's for sure. Oof. Definitely. I, got a, I got a bunch of different things I want to look up now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, why don't we wrap it there? Uh, let, let everyone know where they can find you, because I'm sure people are going to go over to your YouTube page now and, and want to check out those videos. Yeah, definitely. Um, on YouTube, my channel is the 1111 Matrix Code. And people, I, I have over... I don't even know what it is now. It was over 26,000 emails at one point um, from people reaching out. There's no way I can get to everyone. So if you want to contact me, the best way to do it is through Instagram. I have two different ones. There's uh, 11 underscore matrix underscore code. And the other one is towards my ITC research. And that one is I period T period C period underscore photography. Well, I will put those in the show notes for anyone interested. That's for sure. Awesome. Thank you, my friend. I really appreciate it. We'll have to have you back. I, I yeah. Can, yeah, we could do this again for sure. Yeah, I absolutely enjoyed it. And I'm so sorry that I did not hear you guys talking. <laughs> <laughs> Please. That's Nobody listens happens. to us anyway. Everybody yeah, no, that was way more interesting what you were saying. <laughs> uh, so, Ryan, what do you got going down there? Anything new in Canada? Oh, well, I'm always, always moving forward, always working on something, doing lots of podcasts lately, working on a few books in the background, but uh, nothing huge to announce right here at this moment. Excellent. Well, as always, thank you for joining us, my friends. Yeah, thank you, guys. And thank you, Garrick. That was uh, very, very interesting. I've also got more questions lined <laughs> up here, but uh, it's late. Good time to wrap up. Appreciate all you guys. I just followed you on YouTube as well. I'm going to check it out. Awesome. Thank you. What 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 is your um podcast? It's called Notice and Friends. Notice is spelled not us. Not Mostly us. health oriented. I don't get really into numerology, way beyond my expertise here. But you know, I just want to throw this out there too. I'm always fascinated that these codes, especially when you're looking at the Bible, they break into English language, you know, it makes me think was English around back then? I thought English was a lot more new, like, you know, for translating Hebrew here. Why does that fit into English? Like, why does the gematria, why does, why do the numbers in one language translate into another one, especially into English, especially again, when we're told that these are new, uh, English is a new language compared to Hebrew. Oh, what the heck? I, I think that these languages must have been, designed around these numbers and for them to fit together as well i'm not sure if every language does it again more questions than answers is what i've got right now right you and i think everybody else man yeah yeah i'm with you on that <laughs> that's for sure uh so right what do you got going on same old stuff, man. Um, I was going to say, Garrick, when uh, when you and I talk, I know you said we're going to do it later, uh, you know, later, hopefully this month or whenever it's up to you. Um, I would like to hear more about your your uh, ITC. You said it was called, right? Yeah. That yeah. stuff is wild. It's very interesting, especially if you get some or you see some results, you know, so I, I, I'm very interested in that as well. So um, we'll talk about some stuff that you haven't talked about on all these other ones when when you have the time, man. But amazing stuff. Um and then, yeah, as far as what I'm doing, dude, just the same old stuff, man. So uh, having fun over here, 
with shows, getting guests back on the shows more often and stuff instead of just doing the solo thing, uh, kind of changing it up a little bit. So well, what about you, though, Matt? You got anything going on? You come, you bringing the, the show home, back? Home stretch is yeah. my last week of coaching for the summer. So starting next week, I can get back to doing some research and putting out some shows again because it's been it's been crazy with the rain and everything. It's like every night is a new adventure. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. I haven't dug into anything deep in a while, but uh, yeah, I'm interested in, I, I want to dig into a little bit. I don't know if you guys heard about human zoos, but they were a big thing in the in the 19th century, you know, World Fair. That's right up my my wheelhouse. And uh, I didn't realize they stretched all the way into the late 50s, 1950s. Oh, wow. So it's just wow. crazy. And, and it's the same people that today put are pushing you know behind the blm agenda behind you know the that we're white supremacists and that that's the real issue here in this country and it's kind of ironic how you know the same people that tend to be the most racist and do the most racist things gaslight everyone else into believing that they're the problem yeah yeah man saw a really sad video of a uh it's like a fat white dude, white liberal guy talking shit to a black dude wearing a Trump hat. And it's like, man, you're going against everything that you're acting like you're standing for by doing that. You know what yep. I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's all talk. Yeah, of course, man. It's insane. Politics sucks. Pure insanity. It's not even worth getting into, you know, and that's what it is. It's all divide and conquer. Yeah. It's a team or you're not either you're with me or you're against me. Why can't I be with you on one thing and against you on something else? We don't have to agree on everything doesn't work like no. that no it doesn't and i <laughs> i laugh because I, I i get that in my instagram comments all the time just because i post something oh is it you know like the whole child trafficking thing oh you're not for the sound of freedom well then you must be for child trafficking i'm like no i'm like i see a lot of red flags on that so i'm not gonna watch it i'm not gonna pay give them money to push their agenda you know, yeah, it's got Clinton Foundation uh, donors. I don't think that yeah. it's necessarily something that's going to be exposing too much on them. But yeah, yeah, exactly. And you look at the people behind it and the people involved in it. And it's just like, OK, guys, I just because I'm not going to watch a movie. And all of a sudden now a <laughs> supporter, a staunch supporter of child trafficking. I Wild. Got that's those are the times. But yeah, man, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, and just to message anybody out there that has a pod or anybody that listens to the show that, you know, wants, thinks they want to be a guest on here, feel free, hit me up. I'm always down to talk to new people like Garrick tonight blew our minds. I love hitting up different random topics on here. That's the point of the master debaters is to, uh, let you guys hear it, you know, all different spectrums. Uh, you know, we get into paranormal. Sometimes we do politics, sports, toys, you know, that's the point of this. I want to run the gamut on anything and everything on here. So uh, if anybody's interested, hit me up on Instagram, the great deception podcast. Otherwise uh, this has been awesome. So thank you all. Everyone have a good night. Stay strong. Question everything.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 